Welcome to the Mickey and Minutes Podcast, the short Disney show. I'm your host, Nick Lazaga, and this is episode 8, where I tell you 35 things that I love about Epcot. Epcot, for many families, the most fascinating, thrilling park of them all. This is where you'll explore distant countries and venture into the future. It's fun for the kids. They have a great time, and they learn so much. Like a grand and miraculous spaceship, our planet has sailed through the universe of time. And for a brief moment, we have been among its many passengers. Well, Mr. Twain, what do you think of our America now? I think the Founding Fathers never dreamed of an America like this. <laughs> of course not. We weren't dreamers. We were visionaries. That is why our to all who come to this place of joy, hope, and friendship, welcome. Epcot Center is inspired by Walt Disney's creative genius. Here, human achievements are celebrated through imagination, the wonders of enterprise, and concepts of a future that promises new and exciting benefits for all. May Epcot entertain, inform, and inspire. And, above all, may it instill a new sense of belief and pride in man's ability to shape a world that offers hope to people everywhere. E. Carden Walker, October 24th, 1982. That was a dedication to Epcot. Now, there are many people who say that Epcot has strayed too far from that original vision. That the park is just a shell of its former self. A shadow of the once great theme park that opened on October 1st, 1982. But there are others who say that the park has evolved and grown into a new identity. That it has changed to be more accessible and exciting. And there are even people who argue that Epcot never even achieved what it set out to be in the first place. Well, whatever side of the sphere you sit on, I'm sure we can all agree on one thing. Epcot is one of the most important parks in Disney history. From its connection to Walt, to its ambition to set itself apart from its neighbor, Epcot, though polarizing, is very special. That's why people feel so strongly about it. It's the funny, unique, exciting, and sometimes really weird things that earn it a special place in Disney fans' hearts. And it's those things that I'm going to talk about on this episode. So, in honor of Epcot's 35th anniversary, I'm going to give you 35 things that I love about Epcot. Now this list is in no particular order, just 35 random things that popped in my head that I love about this amazing theme park. Actually, when I sat down to make this list, at first I thought that 35 is such a high number for a show like this. But as I started to think about the things that I go back for time and time again, I realized that I could easily make a list of 100 things I love about Epcot. This list has some little things found in the details, and some big things that are really obvious. Some things are old, and, to the dismay of many hardcore old-school fans, some things are very new. So let's jump right into my list of 35 things I love about Epcot. 
So I'm going to start off this list with number one being the Spaceship Earth Mural. That's that big, beautiful mural that you see as you're walking in the Spaceship Earth from the outside queue. It's a beautiful depiction of the history of communication. And this mural is so gorgeous, I wouldn't mind having a print of this in my apartment. Number two is the fact that if you're listening to the music over by the uh, Fountain of Nations in the center of Future World, you will hear the Rocketeer theme music. And the Rocketeer is one of my favorite movies of all time. So the fact that that music plays in Future World at Epcot is so amazing to me. Number three is Beverly. In Club Cool in Epcot, you can try sodas from all around the world. And the one from Italy is called Beverly. And it is probably the grossest thing that you'll ever try in your entire life. But I love the fact that it's there. And I love trying to get people to taste it. It's pretty funny. Number four is the fact that in each country in World Showcase, the cast members are native to the country that they work in. That adds to the authenticity of the pavilions and can lead to some pretty great learning experiences. Number five is something that isn't there anymore. In the old queue for Maelstrom, there was a big mural of a Viking ship. And in the Viking ship, one of the Vikings was wearing Mickey ears. And that's pretty hilarious because I just picture a big tough Viking wearing Mickey ears. Number six is the fact that the monorail goes into Epcot and around Spaceship Earth and kind of gives a little audio tour of what you're going to see in Epcot. That's pretty awesome. Number seven is a twofer, and they are Figment and Dreamfinder from Journey into Imagination. When Epcot first opened, they kind of wanted to differentiate themselves from the Magic Kingdom, so they didn't want any of the Disney characters in the park. So they made up two of their own, Figment and Dreamfinder. You can still find Figment in the new Journey into Imagination, but Dreamfinder is nowhere to be found. But he lives on in the comic series Figment, put out by Marvel Comics. Number 8 is something pretty hilarious that isn't there anymore. In the old Wonders of Life Pavilion, there was a show called Making of Me. And it starred Martin Short, and he basically told you where babies come from. Yep, that was a thing in old Epcot. Hilarious, right? If you don't remember this or never saw it, you can definitely find it on YouTube. It's worth watching. Number nine is Disney characters and World Showcase. Now, I know a lot of people don't like this, but for me, I think it's really awesome to be able to meet Disney characters in their native lands. On our last trip, my wife and I met Mary Poppins in the UK, and it was practically perfect in every way. Number 10 are the inventor's circles on the ground in between innoventions and the land. These are circles in the pavement that commemorate the great innovations of history, starting with the prehistoric times all the way through the 20th century. So be sure to watch your step as you're walking through there. You could learn a thing or two about our history. And as you're walking through there at night, you'll probably notice my number 11, and those are the fiber optic lights on the ground in front of Innoventions. These just add to the cool, exciting, futuristic look of Future World, and I remember as a kid, always trying to step on them. Number 12 is the International Gateway, located in between the United Kingdom and France. That's basically a back door into Epcot from the Epcot Resorts. You can walk straight to the boardwalk from there. That's pretty awesome. Number 13 are all the old songs from Epcot. Basically every pavilion in Future World had its own theme song, and they were just awesome. You can still find them online. I love to jam them super loud in my car, especially the Universe of Energy song. 
Number 14 is that when they dedicated the Fountain of Nations, representatives from different countries from all over the world brought water from their nations and poured it into the fountain. 25 bodies of water representing 29 nations were poured into the fountain. That's beautiful. Number 15 is the French Bakery and World Showcase. I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce the name of that, but I just love their pastries. Number 16 are all the old Future World Pavilion logos. When the park first opened, every Future World Pavilion had a little round symbol that represented it. They were so cool. It's sad that they don't really use them anymore. Number 17 is the Peter Pan topiary during Flower and Garden Festival. I think it's so cool that he's on top of the building in the UK, because obviously he flew to get up there. Number 18 is one that might get me in trouble with some people, and it's the Royal Summerhus in Norway. I just think it's beautiful and fits in really nicely in Norway. And come on, it's the perfect place to meet Anna and Elsa. Number 19 is a classic. It's the smell of Rome burning in Space of Earth. Enough said, right? Number 20 are those authentic red phone booths you can find in the UK and in Canada. Come on, they're the perfect place for a fun pick. Number 21 is that mini village and train set outside of the Germany Pavilion. It's so detailed and really awesome to look at. Number 22 is the fact that if you want to ride Mission Space, you have a choice. You can either ride the tame version or the really intense version of the ride. And they actually used to be different versions of the same show, but now they're two different shows. I just think it's really cool that they offer two different experiences of the same attraction. Number 23 are those fun fountains outside of the Imagination Pavilion. They have a reverse waterfall and a fountain that leapfrogs right over your head. And if you time it right, you can get a really great picture with that last one. Number 24 are all those abandoned areas of Epcot. The Odyssey restaurant just sits vacant. The Wonders of Life Pavilion is only open as a festival center during Flower and Garden and Food and Wine. And even half of Innoventions is just empty. It's so weird, but it definitely shows a lot of potential for Epcot in the future. Number 25 is the fact that Epcot is two concepts pushed into one amazing theme park, Future World and World Showcase. And as the story goes, they literally got those two separate models and they just pushed them together and said, that's what Epcot Center is going to be. I've just got 10 more things to go on my list of 35 things that I love about Epcot. Number 26 is the fact that the Land Pavilion actually grows some of the fruits and vegetables served at Disney restaurants. Number 27 is the fact that when you get off an attraction at Epcot, you're not quite done yet. Most of the attractions at Epcot have really cool and interactive post-show areas. Number 28 are those beautiful hot air balloons in the Land Pavilion. I love how they're basically at eye level when you walk in, but when you're downstairs eating, you can look up and see them floating high above your head. Number 29 is the use of forced perspective in the American Adventure. Now usually Disney uses forced perspective to make things look bigger, but in this case they actually make it look smaller. The American Adventure building is 5 stories tall, but they make it look like it's only 3 stories by having some really big windows. But even with that, it towers over World Showcase as its beautiful centerpiece. Number 30 are the drums in the African Outpost located in between China and Germany in World Showcase. I'm a drummer myself, so it's pretty cool to be able to play on these authentic African hand drums. Number 31 also has to do with drums. It's the Jammeters. 
Those are those performers dressed like janitors who set up the metal trash cans and put on an awesome show. If you ever notice them while you're walking through Future World, take a second and watch them. They're really entertaining. Number 32 is the Soren Erector Set Story. Imagineer Mark Sumner says that he got the inspiration for the Soren Ride System by playing with his old Erector Set. That's Imagineering at its finest. Number 33 is that since you can see the Tower of Terror from the Morocco Pavilion, they had to make the top of it look Moroccan so it can blend in. But when you look at it from the perspective of Disney's Hollywood Studios, it still works for the theme of old Hollywood. Weird, right? Number 34 are those seagulls outside of the seas with Nemo and Friends Pavilion, just because they're hilarious. And number 35 on my list of 35 things that I love about Epcot is Walt Disney's connection to it. Now we know that Walt Disney's vision for Epcot and what we ended up getting are two completely different things, but you can still feel Walt's optimism and hope as you walk through the park. We may have not gotten the experimental prototype community of tomorrow, but we got a park with advanced technology and a community of countries from all over the world. Epcot is filled with so much potential to find new ways to grow and expand upon Walt Disney's vision. Well that was my random list of 35 things that I love about Epcot. Now of course I left out a million things, so let me know on Twitter what are some of your favorite things about Epcot. And let me just say happy 35th anniversary Epcot. May you continue to inspire, educate, and entertain people for many years to come. And to all of you, thanks so much for listening to the show. If you liked it, please rate it and review it on iTunes, and tell your fellow Disney friends about it. Look out for another episode very soon. You can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Mickey and Minutes, and you can follow my personal accounts on both at Nick the Optimist. And check out MickeyandMinutes.com for show notes and more fun content. Thanks again for listening to the Mickey and Minutes podcast. I'll see you next time. Bye.